Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, your host today, coming at you from Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo, North Dakota. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful facility. Of course, it's connected with Trinity Elementary School as well. So we have lots of great things going on there. In just a couple minutes, we'll have straight talk with Father Jim Meyer, pastor here at Holy Cross Catholic Church. Uh, some things that you, you might want to talk about. Um, maybe you found God's grace and healing from lost. We just heard Frank Svasia and uh, Bonnie Swanson talk about that and how, how BE is beginning experience to really help them. Uh, also, you may have heard, I, I saw the story actually on KVRR, a 10-year-old girl who's uh, raising money for clean water in Africa. That's a great story. Maybe, maybe have you encouraged your kids to make a difference in the world today? You know, it's amazing what they can do if given the opportunity. So encourage that, all right? Uh, all Saints Day is coming up, so maybe you have a favorite saint that you want to uh, to talk about a little bit and role model. Also reflections on the readings for Mass. Maybe you want to talk about those as well. Um, and, you know, it, it's I'm just going to talk about the readings for just a second because we're finishing up with the, the very last part of Chapter 4 of Romans where we're talking about how Abraham justified by faith. And a lot of people can misunderstand that. Abraham was justified by faith, as we all are. But what you have to remember, what Paul's talking about there, earlier in that chapter, he talks about, was Abraham, is he justified by circumcision? The whole idea of works. He's not justified by the work of circumcision. That's clear because he was declared righteous in Genesis 15.6. He wasn't circumcised till Genesis 17. So Paul's point is this. We're not justified by the act of circumcision. We're justified by faith, but that faith has to lead to works because as James tells us, faith without works is dead. He says, do you want me to show you my faith? I'll show you my faith by my works. Matter of fact, in James chapter 2, James goes on to say, Abraham was justified by his works when he offered Isaac on the altar. Yes, by his works. Why? His faith was active along with his works. And then James says, it completed what was said. It was credited to him as righteousness. It fulfills Genesis 15.6. Just a, a couple things about faith there. A couple more things about faith. In 144 of the Catechism, it talks about how faith, how Abraham is the model, Mary is this most perfect embodiment. But it's important. Important to remember as we go on that this is 153 of the Catechism. Faith is a grace. It's not something we have on our own. And before we can exercise that grace, the faith, we have to have that uh, grace of faith. Uh, 154 talks about our faith is also a human act, responding, saying yes to that grace. Uh, faith seeks understanding. Faith is certain. Why? Because it's God who guarantees it. And faith is above reason, but not against reason. So many, many great things about our faith here. So if you want to talk about that with Father Jim Meyer, I'm sure he'll be willing to talk about that again. Also, All Saints Day is coming up. If you have a favorite saint that you want to talk about, uh, we can certainly do that as well. Again, another topic you may want to talk about is our 10-year-old raising money for the clean water in Africa. What are we doing for our kids to help them be their best? Of course, Catholic schools is one way we can do that. Maybe you have a great story about Catholic schools. And also, maybe you have some loss you want to talk about or relate. Frank and Bonnie shared that with us before about how we have this loss. It leaves a scar. It'll always be there. 
But there's hope on the other side, no matter what the loss is. Maybe it's something where you need to go to confession, go to reconciliation, have a priest sitting right here beside me, who I've been to confession to a few times. Maybe you didn't know it because I think I've been behind the screen, but it's awesome. They're willing to bring us back into God's love and God's grace. Isn't that wonderful? And so those are some topics that may be on your mind today as we move forward. And coming up, here we go. That's right. It's time for Straight Talk. Our guest today is Father Jim Meyer, pastor here at Holy Cross Catholic Church in Fargo, sorry, West Fargo, North Dakota. You can give us a call at 877-795-0122. Call us at 877-795-0122. Or you can also message us on Facebook. Brandon's right here, ready to take it. Aaron's in the studio, so we are all set and ready to go. Welcome, Father Jim Meyer. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good to see you. Thanks for having us into your house. I appreciate it. It's a, an awesome experience to have you guys come out and celebrate with us and uh, be a part of our staff and community here. Well, we really appreciate that, Father. You know, and so I don't know. As, as we get started on straight, and anything here that just is kind of on your mind that you want to begin with to share with our listeners, anything that's that struck you over the last week, maybe it's something from yesterday's homily or something. What's what's on your heart today to share with our listeners, Father? Um, I guess I'm just trying to recoup from our fall festival. <laughs> okay. That takes a while, doesn't it? <laughs> we had a, a huge event uh, that had been building up until yesterday, and so uh, experiencing all of that has been a great thing. So this morning I'm kind of just uh, picking up pieces and boxes and exactly. and all kinds of things. But uh, celebrating with our, our faith and our family has been a wonderful experience. Yesterday we had a celebration with uh, five different baptisms and community is just overflowing into the hallways here. And so uh, taking a look at um, the rights that we have, the gift that God offers to us, that's our right is to, to celebrate with that as um, we continue into our faith and trying to help the people know that it's not just wants and desires and it's, uh, it's not just the right to err, but the greatest gift and right that we have is the right to celebrate with him and dance with Jesus. So, Amen. So true. And I'm sure as most families welcome their newborn children, their, their growing family, it has to be awesome for you to see those five baptisms in the growing family here at Holy Cross in West Fargo. It is. I love having uh, an opportunity to celebrate the sacraments with people and having our people celebrate them at Mass and seeing the growth and the families and they're just getting bigger and bigger and it's just a awesome experience to have all these young people. I love it when the kids come forward uh, for the collection. It's just, you know, there has to be hundreds of them now. They just yeah. overwhelm you and it's so great. <laughs> that the people love it. It just energizes them to see, you know, the next generation stepping up and, and coming forward and celebrating their faith and saying, I love this. This is what I want to be and where I want to be and what I want to celebrate. And um, this is a faith in action right here. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about the Well Project. Let mm -hmm. me go back to that with yeah, that. Yeah. We uh, celebrated last year. We had uh, a group of uh, individuals that coordinated efforts for water for an African uh, city. Mm. And so we uh, were able to put up a well for them. And we have a video on that and how the people all came together to support it and to raise not only funds, but also to... Um, be a part of the, the faith experience to share part of who we are as the people of God. Mm -hmm. So that's always a, a great um, opportunity for us to participate in those kinds of activities. So I really love to see our, our church in all those different ways, celebrating not only the sacraments, but bringing those sacraments to life and bringing the Word of God to life and putting into action, you know, what we know and what we believe in. Absolutely. Our family of families that our church is. And of course, as Jesus says, let the children come to me, right? It's just right. amazing how they are. 
So we're talking with Father Jim Meyer here on Straight Talk. Our first two callers on the air today with a question will receive a gift card to their local area, generously donated by local businesses. So it's not tough. You dial 877-795-0122, or more importantly, I guess you push 877-795-0122. Father Meyer will take that call. You'll get a gift card. You'll get more information. You know, we can pray for it if you need that, whatever it is, any kind of uh, subject you want. Uh, we can do that here on Straight Talk. Again, 877-795-0122, or you can message us on Facebook as well. You know, talking about the children, Father, it's just amazing to me. Here you have Trinity Elementary School. Maybe just a little bit about that, of how edifying that is, and to have the Catholic education right here connected to your church. Oh, we are so blessed to have a school as a part of our parish. Um, it is full. Um, we have had to move the little deacons program up to the north side of town wow. because no more room in the inn, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, having all of these young people uh, a part of this process, getting them to mass, going into their classrooms, seeing them happy and excited, makes us come alive with our faith. But to have a Catholic education is such a wonderful gift. There's nothing wrong with public education other than the fact that we don't have that faith component that helps to encourage, to develop a foundation, you know, with the virtues and uh, with the life of who Christ is. And it's so important because it's so well-rounded when it happens like that. Um, And so there's such an advantage in that respect. And so I I love to celebrate Catholic faith always and uh, to try to share that with our Catholic school system and, and the parents that we have who are so encouraging and, and, and so giving in so many ways. And so we are blessed. And uh, overwhelmingly, uh, when we started the whole project here out here at West Fargo, it was uh, a question of, are we going to fill the pews? Are we going to fill the schools up? And I can still remember one of the talks that we had as, you know, we were starting the whole process and a couple of parishioners were very hesitant because it's like schools are closing all over the nation and, you know, we're having such issues and why are we building and spending all this money? And, but now they're totally convinced it's overflowing and it's like, we're ready to build on, you know? So we're always looking for that, uh, you know, those donations to help with the school project as well on that side, you know, to get the next sections of class is on and we built it with the intention of building that third section now and so once we get our church up which we're always looking for donations too if mm-hmm. I can put a plug in for sure, that absolutely if anyone out there in the listening uh, audience has anything that they would like to share with us so that we can get a, a real church here with pews and the mm-hmm. <laughs> dedicated space that's the last piece in this puzzle and then we'll tackle that next uh, section of school so We've moved from, you know, the old place uh, six years ago, and now we're here. This our, we're going on our sixth year, so it's exciting. Already going on your sixth year. Wow, that's amazing. I remember when you were up there with Church of the Cross with the Lutheran uh, yep. side by side, exactly. Which was a beautiful experience. Yeah, it was, absolutely. We shared the common spaces. Mm-hmm. We just ran out of room. Yeah, you know, exactly. And so... Interesting. Yeah, we're talking with Father Jim Meyer here on Straight Talk. And yes, I remember going through St. San Joachim, you know, the the, the, uh, the space first, the gathering space that was used at the yeah. church. And of course, you want to build the church. I can see it right out there. It's a little muddy right now, Father, but that's okay. When the donations come in, I can be built. We have a listener's question on the phone. Now, I have to make a little stipulation here. If you're not on the air, we can't give you the gift card. But So no gift card, but this is a question. They want to know, 
when we talk about praying for world peace at the general intercessions, you know, what does that mean? Is it something that makes us feel good or does it go deeper? So world peace, general intercessions in general, what do we mean when we have those general intercessions at Mass and world peace in particular? It's important for us as a, a leader in the faith community to ask for the international peace of, of the world to stop bloodshed, fighting for the generous spirit of, of giving and helping and assisting one another. So that's where the peace comes from in our heart. Mm -hmm. We you know, we cannot physically have, a, a, you know, an army that goes around and, and causes peace, but we do have the army of our prayer. And part of the intercessions, as you look at them, we go from, you know, the, the bigger church, you know, to the more specifics. Mm -hmm. And we can't name every instance, but that's the inclusion of all of those um, items that bring, you know, to the world a sense of contentment and, and rejoicing in one another's help and assistance. And so when we say for world peace, that's really what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. Talking with Father Jim Meyer here on Straight Talk. Please give us a call at 877 We'd like to thank that listener for that question. And we'd also encourage someone to actually get on the phone and give us a call because, as you can tell, Father Myers is going to take your question. He's going to answer it eloquently. And, and you're going to get a free gift card. So 877-795-0122 or give us a call on or message us on Facebook. You know, we talk about the general intercessions, talked about Mass, talked about how... I, I'm curious, Father, maybe we can talk a little bit about, you know, this whole fulfillment that comes from giving of ourselves, you know. We see that a little bit in yesterday's gospel with uh, uh, the, the guy, of course, who had too much, and he, what does he say? He did it for himself. You know, it wasn't for others. Today, we, we, we have a, an, another instance, right, about that. So maybe just talk a little bit about, in this day and age, especially in America and in our country, we think at least the, the culture tells us that happiness is going to come through more, more possessions, more things, more this, more that. But really, that happiness and true fulfillment comes from giving ourselves away as Christ did, doesn't it? It does. You know, when we pray for that peace, it's, mm -hmm. it's peace in our mind, our body, ah. and in our soul. Mm -hmm. So we really do have to make that work in the world. We have to start working at developing that in the whole mindset and the idea that we have to go out in the world and, and to, uh, you know, build on the faith that you were referring to earlier, faith and works and justification. So here we have this opportunity to come together as one body, one voice, mm -hmm. and say that this is what we want. And if you can think of the whole congregation, um, engaging in that thought process like this is what i want this is what i desire and then all of a sudden we move towards that it's a, you know it you talk about eloquence it's it's that symphony with the ballet of movement and mm -hmm. so us in our prayer here we go we we have this thought process we have this engagement and it's like if everyone thinks that way what a difference the world could be mm. and how we could change and help and assist and really love people in the way that god wanted and intended amen so good we're talking with father jim meyer here in straight talk and again it's this whole dynamic between the uh the domestic family and the church the family is the domestic church the church is the family of families it's all about that family Father, we have someone on the phone who has a question for us. It's Alan from Sioux Center, Iowa. Alan, what is your question for Father Meyer? Uh, yeah, good morning. Um, uh, let, let me preface everything, first of all, by saying that I am not Catholic. Although, as I look at it, I, I think what made, I would have made a great Catholic because I like that kind of stuff. You know, you were talking about All Saints Day, which is November 1. And, and things like that, that kind of stuff, I like that. I can remember that kind of, you know, those, those are the church calendar um, 
dates throughout the year. Although I guess we don't want to talk about October 31, which is Reformation Day, but that, that's the, that's really not my question. My question is this, uh, and like I said, I'm not Catholic, although I admire a lot of what the Catholic Church does in regards to their stand on abortion. I think they've done a, a fantastic job of that, and I hope that continues, you know, just a strong stand against abortion, which is just a national tragedy. My question is this, and I shall also, let me also preface, I am, I'm a Christian. I belong to a small denomination on the Protestant side. My question is this, I don't understand why Catholics think it is so important to pray to Mary, because, I, I think it's in Gospel of John, you know, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. And yet Catholics will will pray to Mary, you know, is it the rosary, I believe it is, that, you know, Mary uh, uh, prays for us sinners now in, in the hour of our death. That just seems so incongruous, and the fact is, Mary had a great honor and a great privilege of of giving birth to the Savior of the world. I, I don't deny that at all. But at the very end of it, uh, I mean, at the very, uh, at, at basically at the end of it, Mary is also a sinful uh, human being. She is not. She was not perfect. Only Christ was. So, and and, and she was in need of a Savior. Uh, just as all of us are. So it, it, it just kind of baffles me that Catholics think they have to pray to Mary, through Mary, to get to Jesus or to get to God. So can you explain that for me? Well, uh, there's huge classes that go on for semesters on developing the idea of Mary. Uh, the shorten is because of Mary's singular cooperation with the action of that Holy Spirit, the Church loves to pray in communion with her, to magnify with her um, these opportunities that we have and the great things the Lord has done for her, and to entrust supplications and praises uh, to her. So we work with her to bring her prayers to the foot of Jesus. And so when you say, you know, the cooperation of, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and, this, you know, no one else, this is what we're doing, is we're working with her in the Church to develop our our wonderful needs and so she has always been an advocate and uh, you know just look at the wedding of Cana you know how we worked on uh, developing do whatever he tells you and so it's the work that you know we do with her we ask her to be our intercessor we you know I ask for people to pray for me I, I'm gonna ask someone to pray for me because I'm sick so it's great to have many intercessors and she is the one of the greatest intercessors and uh, she was the mother of God the Theotokos and so that's why we have such an honor for her and we say, hey, you're, you, you bore the Christ into the world. You're special. You're full of grace. And so, therefore, we want to bring our prayers, our supplications to her, because we're going to combine them with her, and she's going to say, let me help and let me assist you in this. Let me bring it to Jesus. Let me bring it to the needs that we have. And, and she's very instrumental in our life, so that's why she's important to us. She's a very important lady in our life.
And Alan, just, just to address one other thing that you said, two things. Yes, you say the Hail Mary, pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Exactly. We're asking to pray for us, as Father just said. You mentioned that Mary was sinful in need of a Savior. What the Catholic Church teaches is she was in need of a Savior. She could not save herself. However, as Father said, that singular grace. Remember, God is outside of time, Alan. And so God, seeing the merits of Jesus that would come in time on earth, preserved Mary from sin. It was not her own doing. It was God's grace. You see, so she was in need of a Savior? Absolutely. She's a creature like us, but a very special creature graced by God. Does, does that any, any of, does it help, uh, Alan, what Father and we uh, put together there for you? Oh, uh, you have to think about it, you know, and everything. Um, uh, and I really don't have any any argument or any comeback right now about it. So uh, I just wanted to run that by you guys and uh, and get your response to it. So well, I, I I'll think, think about it some more. There's, sure. There's, there's two things in closing on to it. Father already touched on one of them. Two things I would just go to Scripture and pray on this. Mary at the wedding Cana saying, do whatever Jesus tells you. That's all she says. And the other thing is in Luke chapter 1, I am the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. She totally accepts in faith what God wants for her. Just keep following Jesus, Alan. Keep following Jesus. Keep saying yes to him. Yeah, right. well, it just, it just seems, um, like I said, it just, it, it just doesn't seem that there's a need to even have Mary pray for you when you can go directly to the throne of grace through Christ. And Christ is the one, you know, who has, who has done it all for us. And, uh, but, well, you know, let me think about what you said. And um, uh, anyway, you know, thank you for, the, for taking my phone call. I really appreciate it. And uh, like I said earlier, the Catholic Church, with what they do with abortion, fighting against abortion, I, I applaud that. They take the lead on it, I think. And because they are such a large, such a large group, a large body, that, that does carry some weight and has, uh, has some... Um, you know, probably political significance too, in in, in trying to to fight that fight that uh, cause. So, sure. anyway, it's been uh, it's been nice talking with you, Alan. Just w one quick thing, Alan. Notice, remember, Father talked about p people praying for us. Do you ever ask anyone to pray for you? Uh, yes, we've done that. Yes, and yes. and so what? All Father, you're saying you're. Go ahead. We we, we oh, can you, go right so to you're, the throne. You're, 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 you're equating that then. You're equating Mary, uh, like like my asking Mary to to pray for me. You go ahead. Uh, I got to think about that some more. Um, it's it's the development of many many minds, many hearts, many voices will make the difference, and that's where Mary comes in. And we look at her role because of the scriptures. You know, um, when we see Mary in the scriptures, when we see her, you know, hail Mary and full of grace, you know, the Lord is with thee, we're asking because of this blessing, you know, blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, and she's a significant role in the church in such a way that 
you know, surpasses many of our abilities. And so we ask other individuals to help pray for us because we believe that their intercession will help and assist us. And so we're looking to the greatest role model, the greatest intercessor of ever in our lifetime uh, to come to the foot of Jesus and say, hey, Mary, help us with this prayer. Yes, we're, we're Jesus knows our prayers before we even know them, but he wants us to ask. And when she is there, it just, you know, it makes something even greater happen. And, and so that's why her role in our life is so important. And that's why we do it. So hopefully, instead well, of think, I mean, instead I mean, of thinking about it, can you pray about it? I always tell people, go before the Blessed Sacrament, open your mind and heart for more than just what is on paper, more than just what is written, because there's so much more that can be opened up for us that we don't even understand. And so our minds and hearts, once the, the, the grace that enters our life, especially before the Blessed Sacrament, when we do a holy hour or spend time before the Blessed Sacrament in such a way, it opens our minds in a different way. It's, not, it, it's, it's something deeper than just what is written in a book you know uh, the difference is is, is God is working through us in that Holy Spirit so what a great gift and so instead of just thinking I'm encouraging you to go and pray and let let the Spirit work through you in such a way that it may open up different revelations in your life it may open up different ideas it's like you know all of a sudden the aha moments of your life become real and what a gift that is. And so um, take that to prayer and, and, and just say, God, how does this work? You know, and, and how could it work in my life instead of always trying to fight like I'm not sure why or this doesn't work. I was, I was ask myself the question is like, God, how do I make this work? How do I be open to this? How do I help and assist in this way? And let him lead you. And there's nothing greater than that. And hopefully that will bring a little more insight into the question that you have. Yeah, well, it's not all black you know, and white, right? But what, what? But when? You know, I mean, Christ is the intercessor for us before the throne of before the throne of God, day and night, constantly praying for us. Um, so I think we just have to agree to disagree on this uh, whether Mary is needed or not. So, anyway, thank you very much for the taking my phone call, Alan. What, one, thank you, one, Alan. Last, one last thing is before you go, Alan. Here we'd invite you to, if you when you think about it and pray about it, as Father said. From 9.30 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, we always have straight talk here. And one suggestion I might have for you, you talked about the Hail Mary. The first half of the Hail Mary is right from Scripture, Luke chapter 1, verse 28, when the angel comes to Mary, and then when Mary goes to Elizabeth. So I would encourage you to meditate on Luke chapter 1. That Hail Mary is very, very scriptural. Thanks again for your call, Alan. Oh, uh, sure. All right. Well, there you see a great, great discussion we had here with Alan. We'd like to thank him for calling. It's great to have questions, and obviously he's going to pray about it, and, and you know, God will lead him, and God will lead you as well. So again, we have a few minutes left, so give us a call at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Again, that was one caller with a question, so he got, he's going to get a gift card. We still have room for a second caller. You call right now, get on the air with Father Jim Meyer. You'll also also get a gift card as well as a very, very wonderful answer to your question. 877-795-0122 or you can message us on Facebook. You know, Father, I'm just, as a listen to Alan, it seems like he's got a good heart, really wants to know things. Um, maybe some of your experience with some people maybe have doubted something about the faith or wondered that idea to prayer in front of the Blessed Sacrament is awesome. RCIA possibly, do you have any, any stories about people maybe that have really uh, just seen that fruit from prayer and, and time before God, maybe even in their own life? 
stories about the faith. Uh, I know that through the RCIA program, mm -hmm. people become very um, enlightened. Mm -hmm. um, it's at an age where we can better participate. I always, you know, we always say, you know, cradle Catholics aren't nearly as um, educated as those who come in <laughs> later. True, yep. And uh, there's some truth to that. So when we do engage and we start to talk about, you know, the different aspects of faith and dogma and, and uh, morals and, and all of a sudden the encyclicals come about and how deep the church is in, in all kinds of um, educational and uh, varied, uh, you know, scriptural ways that uh, no one really, you know, began to even scratch the sur surface of, it makes a difference in their life in such a way that they become involved. In, in in a genuine way, in a way that really does make a difference in the community. And so it's uh, always a very encouraging thing to see people go through the process. Um, I have never seen or heard anyone come through and say that I regret doing this. Mm -hmm. It's almost like natural family planning. We, you know, ask the couples to go through that or the marriage seminar. And, and you know, they're, they're coming back and they're, they're very complimentary to, you know, thank you for helping us to do this because we wouldn't have done it if you didn't require it, you mm -hmm. know. And so making those things happen uh, in lives uh, of people that are just searching or just need that little nudge mm -hmm. makes the difference in, in their life in such a way. So I'm very happy with uh, the programs that we have. Um, uh, Daryl Latovsky from our parish here, he is absolutely a saint, and he runs the whole program for us and does a great job and has those couples sponsoring and, and different individuals helping and guiding and walking along the way. So the faith experiences that people have experienced up to this point in my, in my parish and uh, in my lifetime has been nothing short than awesome. And so I can just say thank you to all that goes into it, the intercessories and all the different graces that God's offered to them for us. Wonderful. We're talking with Father Jim Meyer here on Straight Talk. We do have time for one more call. Again, this next caller that's on the air will also receive a free gift card as well as a very spiritual answer. You know, Father, you're talking about these different aspects of the faith, natural family planning, Mary, you know, there's a lot of things that on the surface, you know, seem maybe counterintuitive, right? But as you just mentioned, there's so many things as you go deeper, for instance, natural family planning. Oh, isn't it just like contraception? No, it's way, way different from contraception when you when you get into the, the depth of it. And you mentioned going into that depth. You know, I, I just think it's like anything else. When we take time to pray and to realize and to study and to, and to talk with others about it and to live this experience. That's really the freedom and the peace that we're looking for. I, I know a friend of mine who switched from uh, contraception to natural family planning. He says, oh my goodness, the peace and joy and the relationship I have now with God and with my wife is just amazing. It can really transform life. So we would encourage people not to just stop at that surface level, but to go deeper through prayer and study. Definitely. It, it, it's encouraging the younger couples that come in and we talk about that, especially premarital uh, relations mm -hmm. that individuals mm -hmm. think mm -hmm. that is acceptable. Mm -hmm. I can't, If I could be uh, just visit just one minute for this. Yeah. Um, it's a little crude, but uh, you know, I tell them, I say, you know, the difference between us and the animals in the barnyard is, you know, the cow isn't, you know, sitting out there and the bull's looking over the fence thinking, oh, she's got great spots. You know, I, I want to have <laughs> relations and a family with her. You know, they just are urged by, you know, those things. Uh, that are natural, and we are different. We can't just go about just doing that. You know, we have to have more to it, more substance to a relationship that makes it beautiful. Otherwise, we're 
no different than the animals. Mm -hmm. And so if we can see that in our life, we can understand that, you know, we have to work towards developing ourselves in that way and having a deeper relationship instead of something that's just physical. Natural family planning opens up all this gift that we, we you know, we have with one another. And I tell the couples, you know, it's not, no longer where man just beats his chest and pulls the lady around by her hair. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, we've developed ourselves. We are a civil society. You know, we go into it. This is both of our responsibilities. This relationship we have is a depth that, you know, we need. And so we need to encourage you know couples to continue to fortify their life their 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 values and the relationship and their marriage in that way because mm -hmm. it just makes a great family and they appreciate uh, their life which god gave them they appreciate their the, the the grace and the sanctity of the the marriage that they have and the family that they're building it's so much more mm, that's so true great well put father jim meyer here on straight talk you know as you mentioned that father just brings back to mind the different animals in us we are persons we're a body soul unity and our body expresses is the person so in that beautiful marital act it's not just a physical act you just said it's expressing all of us totally body mind spirit in an image of God that's this total gift of self and of course that is why contraception it holds something back it's not a total gift of self it separates the two aspects the love the life the the, the body and the spirit but again people if they don't sit down and think about it because what does our culture say if it feels good do it right and I, I appreciate your analogy there and that that's so wonderful we have about one minute left father any any other thing you think is important for our listeners to hear anything you want to share with them Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, Real Presence Radio. Uh, it's a blessing to have it in our area, and uh, it helps a lot of people, and people enjoy it. So God bless you guys for all the work you do. If I may, Father, in a little bit of time we have left, we want to thank you. You know, we, we have honor our fathers on here, but I, I, I've seen you over the years, you know, and, and I know you. I have seen your heart, and I so pre I've seen your heart at weddings. I've seen your heart. I've done, I've done music at weddings here. I've seen your heart at funerals, at funeral services. You have such a heart for your people, and, and I love that. I just want to encourage you. Thank you. That is so clear and obvious. You have the heart of Jesus. You love these people. And I don't know how you love over a 1,000 people like, like you do. You know, I, have, I have a wife and one child, and sometimes that's hard for me. Yeah. But, you know, it's by the grace of God, right? Getting back to the faith we talked about. It's the grace that God gives us to fulfill that vocation. Whatever it is, there's troubles in marriages. There's difficulties with, with whatever we do. But we want to thank you for that. Thank you very much for having me on. God bless you guys. All right, Father I'll Jim keep Meyer, praying for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for all those who brought in the questions. Tim Moser coming at you live from Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo. We'll be back right after this.